yo, 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 it's the Mallory Bros Podcast. We on episode 186. Man. And that is insane. Happy Frock. Who is he talking to? Happy Who's Tuesday. He talking Happy to? Tuesday. Look, I'm still, I'm still fucked up off the weekend. I'm off my weekend vibe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> still turned up off the weekend. Cause we out, we at y'all on Tuesdays now, we not y'all on Tuesdays. I don't even That's know what I was thinking. Happy Tuesday. Hope everybody had a good start to their week, a productive Monday. Mm-hmm. I know how it is when you the weekend over and you got to get back. It ain't MLK Day or Labor Day where you off. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with the Ice King. You look like if the Night King from Game of Thrones was a young 18 year old guy and he just had a cool blended American black look. That's what you look right now. Yeah, first of all, I didn't I never get I didn't get a chance to like see what you put together. But I can tell you right now you gotta <laughs> I ain't gonna say Shout out my just, man Don Cell, Generation Type. I'm gonna just say hundred percent. Hundred percent. Love it, love it, love it. You know I'm with that. Yeah. With that bubble. Come on, North Face shit, DC shit, DMV shit, PG shit. Y'all know how it is. No, North Face is our Canada goose. We don't give a fuck about y'all. You Montclair wearing it niggas. It ain't a Canada goose, the though. niggas that's wearing the, the, the Canada goose. It ain't the goose, though. That goose will keep you Man. way warmer than that fluttery Y'all ass know shit. this cheap ass jacket. If you got this jacket, you know it's a cheap ass I'm getting ready Safeway to say. bag of a jacket, but the, it's, it's a good look. You ain't talking about that Canada goose. That Canada goose cost $1,300, $1,400. How much they cost? $150. This nigga got a Pop Smoke shirt on in 2024. I mean, let's keep it 100 Come on, man. R.I.P. The, the smoker never clear. New York, this was y'all one. Fuck wrong with butts. <laughs> this was y'all one shot at getting back on top. Why did he just say that? What's his issue? I didn't know the nigga was from New York. Nigga tried to say Fabio was gonna take his place. Nope. Fabio, every time I see Fabio or some bullshit. The last thing that I seen Fabio on, it was the white boy that was like, I can't say nigga. And then, oh, then yeah, Fabio yeah, yeah. said it for him. I hated that. But right. Fabio got a, a dope joint with meat that he just did. First of all, Meek Mill got just random and shit. Meek Mill got these new chains, but they dream catchers. You know how dream catchers is like the net? Yeah. With the them joints look sweet with yeah. the DC inside. All oh, them joints probably them joints look them sweet. Joints but like a Meek Mill. Once again, hope everybody had a great um a great weekend. Uh, my weekend was chill. Everybody stayed in. We watched the playoffs. I was with my mm-hmm. small family. Um. And I think that was it. Did we do anything Friday? Man, the biggest, my biggest, one of the biggest parts of my weekend, uh, and I made the A Train watch it with me. The Royal Rumble. Shout out to everybody that's into uh-huh, wrestling. Yes. I'm not a. I, I'm gonna tell y'all I watched and I didn't know anybody coming to the ring except CM Punk. Of course, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, we. Oh, uh, I knew of Randy Orton when he fought in the match before the actual joint. Uh huh. But like. Y'all, I'm I'm excited because I feel like I'm getting back into some shit. Like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking kid. You gonna watch? I told Terrell. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep up. I told Terrell like, uh, my nephew, he's too young for anything right now. But, you know, one day he might be in the wrestling. Cause all my little cousins was in the wrestling. So I said, man, I, would I love can't. It. I gotta be on it by the time he even tuned in. Little motherfucker, before already ready to mm-hmm. watch the joint. So I said, but y'all you know can what? learn together. Y'all can learn together. Crew, mm-hmm. I, when he gets of age, I'm sure he's going to watch wrestling. And I'm going to tell him, Viva la raza! Hey, you don't know nothing about that. You're going to be the old and nigga. And that's going to be his swag. You're going to be the nigga that said, Camacho Man Randy Savage was the best. Viva yeah. la raza. If you don't know what that is, crew, then you are not a real wrestling fan. Terrence, they got... They going to have to learn about... Come on. He going to have to learn about it, but you're going to learn about him the same way you learned about Bret Hart. Hitman Hart. He jumped from the top rope. And I'm Terrell, gonna, oh, yeah, you're right. 
I mean, it's gonna be when like we okay, young, cool respect, like, but they loving Roman Reigns right now. Like they they got their own goats. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to get the game, y'all. I'm about I to will get... say this. Good. The nigga Ramos, Dominic Mysterio is coming to the ring. I said, why the fuck he got a Mysterio last name? Just learn that. Dominic Mysterio, does he know who he's inspired by? Where did he get his name from? You find out it's his fucking, fucking kid. kid. And he's that dude right now. That's crazy. That's hey, you crazy. got a little white line right there on your lip. Really? Yeah, Bodie. You dress I mean, like a clucker. The, you know how you put the lotion on? I mean, the, uh, the Vaseline on? I mean, I'm helping you out. You're making me self-conscious. Get your mouth to get his mouth together. Pause. It's you all good. good. I'm not ashamed. At least y'all know I keep my lips moisturized. What is your lips looking like? I'm lips not over there looking like pause. Blue. Pause. Whoa. Hey yo. Fuck out of here. Hey, Bobby is a pause. You out of even making your point. Bobby Lashley came to the ring. I said this nigga still wrestle. <laughs> yeah. Bobby. I Lashley played with I him knew. on the game 20 years ago. I just <laughs> found out that Cody Rhodes. Is the son who won the Royal Rumble. I found out that he was the son of Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, yes, sir. And apparently the cousin or brother of Gold Dust. Yeah. Which I didn't know. Now, I watched Gold Dust. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Gold that was Dust my weekend. Wow. A Train made her watch with me. She's like, who is that? Ooh. I'm like, look, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watched uh, a lot of playoff football. Mm-hmm. You know, it was cool. It was definitely a chill weekend yeah. for sure. You know you don't know nothing when you root, when you say, damn, the black dude got it. Oh, they got rid of the black. <laughs> you got to learn the characters and their story. But um, I would say the biggest thing that to happen over the weekend was, of course, the Nicki Meg drama. We'll start with that. Uh, Meg put out her record called Hiss, mm-hmm. where she took some shots. And Nicki responded with her track Bigfoot after a few days of, you know, Going online and going on Instagram Live and going on the, going on the, uh, the I forget that something yard joint that she was on, but she did a lot, a lot, a lot of social media shit before she put out her record. And she put her record out, and we have a video for that. Uh, that's or we have a, a take on that that's separate, but we can still talk about the overall fucking. Not one hundred percent. We did the reaction basically. We listened to the two tracks. We got that going up on the Patreon, for but sure. um, I think. We're all seeing what happens when me and Terrell talk about it all the time. It's a young man, young woman's game. And I think the best way to keep your respect in the game is to not. Once you like think about it, Nicki Minaj had her turn to mm. be the best female rapper for 10 straight years. Nobody could bother her. And I think we've literally seen with all of these new rappers, Nicki has never been comfortable with sharing that space at all for sure and i think you see the same thing with sports where there's the old heads that when the young dude comes they stay in those that six man seat we watched tony parker be, go be a, a six man one of the greatest yep. to wear the nines but nikki don't want to do that part like we watch somebody who is as legendary as snoop dogg dr dre they take the youngins and they go and grab it, gravitate to them. I think Nikki's like that old head that's like, man, fuck these young so and so. They game not our game. Okay, you might be right. You might have mm-hmm. points, but the youngins will never respect you, and you'll just be an outsider to the new league. And you said it in regards to who? Because Nikki still got the craziest motion out of everybody. I only say that because you you don't. This is my thing. <clears throat> it's like I've always said, y'all. Nicki Minaj, 
this is talking outside of the music. Me personally, I'm disappointed that Nicki Minaj has let this go this far to where Nadia. you're sending a million tweets. You you know what I'm saying? You talking about her dead mother. Y'all, I'm like, Nikki, I'm looking at you like the leader in the room. Because mm-hmm. that's how you want us to look at you. But to me, Nikki's response and all the tweets don't look like strength. You know? Mm-hmm. It don't look like, you don't look like you not scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? You looking like how Kanye was looking at Drizzy. You know? Yeah. To me, I feel I do feel like she is the OG. I think about the other OGs that came up with her, like a Rihanna, like a Beyonce, like a Jay. Yeah. She's of that elk. She is, you know, storied that way. People talk about her that way. She's the greatest this. She's got all of these accolades, but she was still getting little petty shit like this, and it works against her. This is what I say, though. In regards to... This beef. Nikki's one power infinity stone yeah. is the charts. Yeah. It don't matter what, y'all not going to beat me on the charts. I'm going to put out a hit. It's going to go number one, and you bitches can't even chart the top ten. You can't do this. It's the reason why when Lotto dropped and Lotto's didn't go top ten or whatever, the bars had a field day with that. Cardi and Meg dropped bongos. It did, it, but it wasn't top ten. They had a field day with that. But to me, now, I don't think... When it comes to rap... I'm sorry. And you can respond. But when it comes to rap beef, going number one doesn't matter. Like, everybody's talking about how, oh, uh, Bigfoot has already broke the record for streams or whatever. And it's like, y'all realize that this shit really don't matter right now because this shit is war. This shit is about who about to outdo who. And it's not about who's about to outdo who on the charts. Yeah. This isn't about if Bigfoot charts better than his. Yeah. You, I just saw that his was number one today. His was number one. Nikki yeah. was number two after one day, though. Nikki will 100%. The bars will make sure that that happens. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't matter because even though that's been your game this whole time, you can't super freaky girl your way out of this. Yeah. You can't just come out with a Barbie world. Like, this is war. If Meg, like, because, I, I mean, well, I'll, I'll let you respond. What do you think about what I'm saying? Am I off? Am I on? Am I? No, I agree with you. Keep going. Go ahead, Rock. I think uh, Meg's diss was very, like, a great, it was a good record. It was a good record. Like, the, the yeah. diss was tame. All that was missing was a hook. All yeah. that was missing was, like, a hook. Yeah. But the diss was pretty tame. Like, she said what she had to say. Whatever. Nikki spirals out a little bit, but then she says, bet I'm coming with a record. I'm thinking, bet, she getting ready to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the record that she put out was, was honestly, it was, it was not a good record. It was terrible. Yeah. Like, it was all over the place. It was sloppy. Some people say she might have been trolling, but, like, to me, you're going to lose this round. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was telling Terrell, Nikki done threw some shots before to where I felt like she felt comfortable enough to be on some playful stuff with the... This, this Bigfoot rec- record, get up on your gut. You got to out-rap Meg. If Meg come back on the fucking ether beat or, or on the fucking takeover beat and bar you away, that's not going to be a good look because now you're going to be fighting back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, you had the opportunity to do the... Kylie had you stumbling, walking back to the car. 
she had an opportunity to really be like, man, I'm about to bar you up. And then Meg, we would have been like, damn, Meg, you got to respond. But people are not even responding that way. People are looking at it like, oh, that was ass. And I want the hip-hop platform. I can't wait to see. I was telling, uh, I tweeted this. I can't wait to see what all the hip-hop podcasts and platforms that have relationships with Nicki, Joe, Rory, and them used to all, they, I, everybody I be watching, and they always can take the, they can always take the well, well route. But this, to me, you can't. To me, you got to keep it 100. It wasn't good. I don't think it was good either. But, I mean, Nikki's still tweeting at this hour. It's been four or five days. And by the time this podcast comes out, she's probably still going to be sweet. And to me, if you ask me, Meg got under her skin bad. I think it's been a back and forth. And I think Nicki Minaj right now, she don't have uh, nothing else to really do. Like, she's been in the game so long that, you know, you've proven yourself already. Now, the only thing you can do is tell everybody that they're not you. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that I do want to point out, like with the the situation last week or the week before with the dude that be going to Target, right? Uh Uh, And niggas saying that he made it, you know? Mm -hmm. This is what I be talking about, about like how y'all will judge success off of numbers and money. Even if it's corny, you'll say, well, it made this much money or it did this many numbers. And even if it's hot garbage, y'all will say, well, you can't say it's garbage because of this when it is trash. Yeah. And with this Nicki Minaj situation, this Bigfoot song, y'all, it's a joke. You know, she is going to be able to say, oh, but it's number one. But it's fucking garbage. So we've now gotten to a place where you see, this is why. But I don't think I don't think it'll be respected, cause like you saying, and we were like we were like I was saying, it don't matter what you chart on with this. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think it'll be respected. But that's why I point to the dude in the Target, and nigga saying, oh, he made it because of this. And it's like, yo, y'all have to look at the large picture and see that numbers do not mean shit is not whack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something going viral don't mean it's not whack as fuck. Everybody's saying, look at this lame nigga. Look at this loser ass nigga setting up his phone. Everybody look at this lame ass nigga. Everybody looks at him and he says, Well, everybody looking at me. I made it. Nigga, no. Nah, you We're did. all saying you're lame. You can, you can be Terrell, no. The you can't went and got a a, a a a bag from the NFL and he got a bag. He's getting a bag now. That shit has turned into more followers from him. Okay, bet. So we'll put it like this. Let's just let's just it, make it he worse. He made it. Let's make it worse. You're eating shit. Everybody says, Ten. ew, share this. Is- Look at this nigga eating shit. Disgusting. Right? You have the Everybody worst. Everybody fucking- says this is disgusting. You feel like you made it because everybody just saw it? That's the world we live in, y'all. I just wish you would pick better. I'm just saying you're going to fight whatever I say. I had to make it a little ridiculous. But anyway, y'all, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Beef. I'm glad it made it to hip-hop. I'm glad it made it to two tracks, regardless of what y'all think about the tracks and how they are. I like to see the disses come out. You know, we've seen some of the fellas talk. It's been a lot of talk. It's been a lot of chatter. But, you know, we don't really see it go to 
an actual diss, something we can call a diss. That's what that's what we love oh, yeah. about hip hop for sure. I'm glad that they keeping the music, and I want to see more. I, I want to see Lotto get in this. I want to see Cardi come back and get in this. I want to see Coily Ray take the shot at who? Who was she taking the shot at? Did you see what Ruby Rose said in the close friend? Damn. Oh, yeah, damn. Everybody getting in. I would like mm -hmm. to see it. I, I can't wait to see what Meg does next. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let me uh play you this clip. This is right? changing completely, the topic. Yeah, completely. Hold different. on, wait, let me say this before we, okay, before cool. we change. Uh lastly, definitely check out the video on Patreon. We listened to mm -hmm. the Meg. We got the uh the, I'm sorry, we listened to the Meg, we listened to the Nikki, and then we also got the Lyrical Lemonade joint yes. that went up there with that the a good, solid project. Decent Eminem verse on that joint. The Chief Keef on that joint was fire. Mm -hmm. We got that joint going up on Patreon too. So, 100%. Realist Nine, tap in with the kids. It's I. I'm going to play this clip, right? It's the uh, I saw this the other day, and I thought it would create good dialogue. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I thought it would. And as y'all see, I got the headphones now. What do you uh -huh. do for I got you right here, look. Late 20s, early 30s, what do you do for work? I'm 28 years old, I have a degree, I'm not doing anything with that degree currently. I have experience in so many different things, but for some reason when I think about going back into the workforce, I'm currently unemployed, just moved back to the States, I get so overwhelmed. I don't want to climb the corporate ladder, I don't want to go back into retail management, I don't want to go into healthcare, like I want to just rescue dogs and live on a farm. <laughs> you are in your late 20s, early 30s, what do you do for work? I don't even need to make a ton of money. I just want to live comfortably and be happy and have the time to pursue my hobbies and my passions outside of work. And it just feels like that almost isn't possible in the corporate America that we live in. I'm gonna let her stop right there. She says, what do you do for work? And let me just remind you that she said late 20s, early 30s, meaning she's speaking to specifically our age group. Yeah, because a lot of people was like, oh, she's Gen Z and these Gen Z kids just X, Y, Z. But then people had to remind them, nah, she's not Gen Z. And her point of view is just like one that a lot of people our age have where we don't want to. We don't necessarily. I'm going to give you the two point of views and I'm going to let you. No, nah, you got it. You got it. You, you rock. So the one point of view is, you know, people having this, the empathy and the understanding that. We don't want to go back and work retail management. I don't want to work in healthcare. I don't want to do this. I just want to be able to do something that's going to make me happy. Then there's the other side of it where boomers and some of, even some people our age are saying, she's lazy. She just need to get a job. The world isn't fair, X, Y, Z. So I was going to ask you what you thought about it because I kind of understand where she coming from, especially given my journey. Yeah. I can't say, oh, just get a job. You know what I'm saying? Because I was un I was unhappy and I understand it 100. percent Yeah, but what do you think about it? I think the bad thing about I think the bad thing about our generation or our people growing up with social media is there are so many different examples of extracurricular activities and hobbies that you can get into. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? One thing that stood out to me what she said was, I just want to. And whatever she said, play with my dogs. I just want to have a farm. And you know what happens? I feel like a lot of us think about the things we want to do outside of work. Mm -hmm. And when we think about work, we just think about what can I do that's going to be able to get me the lifestyle that I really want? Like, even if you are a dude and you say, you know what? I just want to live in this place right here. Hoop. I want to go do this and do that. Like, mm -hmm. how do I make enough money to just live a certain lifestyle? I don't think that it is a mystery that the 
economy isn't in the best place right now. Mm -hmm. So for me to say, oh, just get a job. Oh, oh, get a job, work a job. Everybody knows that you can do that. Everybody also knows that entrepreneurship is at its height right now. So everybody knows you can get an extracurricular job. So I feel like her saying, like, how do you make money? You can find that answer and you know it. I think whenever I see a reel of people saying, like, what do y'all do for work? What do y'all do for work? It really come from, like, how did y'all figure this shit out? Like, how Mm -hmm. does the person that can just literally just plant shit all day or the person that can paint all day, how did you figure out where to live and, like, how to just do that all day? But you think about it, that person does that all day. You know what I'm saying? Every time that I've ever, like, looked at somebody's life and be like, damn, I want to live like that, or damn, I I wouldn't mind that, I don't think about the fact that, like, they tailored their whole life to live that way. I'm just finding it interesting. Like, you find planting a plant interesting enough for you to want to try that. This is this person's life, and it's why they're living mm-hmm. like that. So, in summary, I think a lot of people's restlessness about, like, not knowing how to make money and not knowing where to get money or stuff like that, I don't think it comes from this ignorance of, how to get it or how to get a better job or what to do. I think uh-huh. we got so much shit that we want to do that we low key can't aff- you can't afford it on a standard regular job. You know or, what I'm saying? You got to give up your you ha- you you won't have the time. I think you just got to realize and I think it's something that a lot of people realize. Her saying I don't want to go back into healthcare. I don't want to go into retail is because healthcare, retail, these are jobs that are so taxing. Yeah. That when you come home from work and people that remember when they worked in these places, they remember coming home from work and feeling uninspired and feeling like they don't want to fucking do the extracurricular activities and shit that they see. You write about the social media shit. No, social yeah. media opens the door to all of the possibilities, but it leaves out all of the context. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you'll see a motherfucker living my, oh, this is my trip to wherever. But you don't see when they was at work, they had to put time in. They finally got the time off, but they had yeah. to work 10 days before they got that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you really don't see the struggle part of it. Like, I like that some content creators are doing a day in a life with a whatever, realistically. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I got coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, and then I worked. And then I got home, and I actually tried to read, but I couldn't do it because... So I, I fuck asleep. with that I content with that. because it's real. Yeah. But... At the same time, I do kind of understand her not knowing what to do. Because even at our age, I can see where somebody might be working at a place for a little while. Even me at one point. And it's like, am I going to be? I used to tell myself when I was at Best Buy and I was thinking about moving up, I had all the, the aspirations of moving up. But I used to tell myself, am I about to do this shit for the rest of my life? Because I'm only 26, 27. Am I going to be 50 and say I got 25 here? But where am I going to be? Right. And then when shit started looking skimp, I got in the uh, tech corner about Microsoft layoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because when I was at Best Buy, shit started happening where, oh, we used to have all these upper management positions you can get, but now it's going to be one person that does that, which makes it 10 times harder to get that job. Yeah. I started looking at this shit like, I mean, yeah, maybe I could get that job one day, but the, the, the path to the money I would want to do what I want started looking like it was just further away from me than the life that I wanted to live. Nah, yeah. I think something that everybody needs to think about, if you're listening to this, is 
Like when you're thinking about getting a job, you're thinking about getting involved with something that's already going. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times, even with like entrepreneurship, even with cre- content creation, it's like we'll see, some, we'll see the Mallory Bros that do uh, album reactions, and it's like you know what, I'm about to do that, right? And we've seen a lot of creation come from that. Oh, she did it, so I'm going to do it. And I think these days, since we've seen so much of that, then that creates this sense of like, damn, I don't really know what to do. And I think when you think about what to do, I think we look around. Like, I think social media kind of robbed us of like a community, like in the world. Like, you don't really have a community because you're in a big ass community in the world. Like, you're not looking up to the guy in your community. You're looking up to the guy on your phone. And you're going to try to be the guy on your phone mm-hmm. in your community. You niggas that go to the gym, right? You see a nigga on your phone open the gym in his city. So what are you trying to do? You and 800 other niggas are trying to open a city, in the, open a gym in the same city. Because all of y'all saw that one dude on the phone. Everybody yep. knows about Alpha, Alpha Land. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's in the gym's final goal is what? Merch, my own gym. shorts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Workout gear, and then finally I'm going to land on opening my own gym. I want y'all to understand that like we be wanting to do stuff because we saw somebody else do it and we were inspired. And when you're doing certain things, there you have to be able to tell yourself that I'm mm-hmm. getting involved in this to change it and make it different. Like no matter what it is, no matter what it is, and I'll use me and Terrell as an example. Like, go look at me and Terrell. You can go even go back to the very first one. As simple as it is, go look at me and Terrell. Listen to an album, and go look at somebody else listen to an album, and you'll see. Wow, okay, their shit is slightly different. I'm not saying better. I'm not saying worse. I'm just saying we knew that going into something as simple as that, we had to be a little bit different. The thumbnails had to be different. The ideas had to be different. And we mm. knew that what we was doing was impactful when you start seeing other people of that same crowd doing what you did. Mm. So you see how you saw somebody else do it and you were inspired, so you got involved. You see how me and Terrell saw another nigga doing a reaction and we got involved, did something different in our own way so now other people can see how we do it and they get involved. Mm-hmm. So no matter what you're doing, even if it's like your regular job, you should be looking to change some shit. Like, you shouldn't be like, damn, how can I get a place where I can go and make money to pay my bills? I mean, yeah, but also, you need to be thinking about how you can make your change in whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Like, whatever you're doing, yo, when he came through, when she came through, when they came through, shit changed. Mm-hmm. I watched this nigga Terrell walk in several stores and flip them bitches. And it was literally because of him. Legit. Like, he came in, flipped the entire store. And when he left, the store would go back. Like, you need to have that type of impact on whatever you do. Otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah, but you know what? That mindset, that mindset starts with whatever job you in now, wondering who, like, what is your relationship with who's in charge? I used to be like, how hard is it to do what... My first boss name was April. 
How hard is it to do what the fuck she do? I remember her saying, I got to do this. I've got my calendar set up. I've got this. I've yeah. got that. I'm like, damn, that sounds like a lot. But as I got more, as I learned more about the business, and she sat me down and said, this is how much you make, and this is how much GMs make, and this is how much district managers make. I said, oh, shit. Yeah. I might as well grind at least here because I knew two positions up, I could make this much more. And even though I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, if I make that much more, I got that much more money to put into whatever else I want to do. Mind you, this was 2000. I started with Best Buy in 2014. We started bubbling on YouTube 2015. The Me and Terrence, this is just a fact. Me and Terrence was with some of the first music reactors or, or, or some of the first content creators to go full 4K early. Oh, yeah. Only reason, put that on our name. Yeah. Yeah. Only reason we was able to do that was because... We was working and we was moving up and we was making more money to just take and put into this. Yeah, we would literally say, we about mm -hmm. to get, we went to film school. We said they got a 4K camera. We wanted a camera. Mm -hmm. We said we're going to take our money and every check, we're going to put this aside to get our mm -hmm. first camera. And it was it was a, the GH4. If you, if you get yep. to Patreon and you watch the, um, the Nicki Minaj video we just put up or the Lyrical Lemonade. We shot that video with the same exact camera that we started YouTube with. That's crazy. crazy yeah. A GH4 in these chairs. And it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> but the biggest point in that is over from 2015 to 2021, when we both ended up quitting our jobs, so much money that we made went back into what we was doing on the side to the point fact. where... The quality increased. We was able to do this. We moved. We was able to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Afford to be able to get little lights and shit. We used to have the lights behind us and all of that. We had to buy all of that shit, but you just use your day-to-day your -to, -day to mm -hmm. power whatever your dream is. Yeah. And it could get muddy. Like, it wasn't always perfect. Bills. We, of course, we have lo student loans, all types of shit to pay. So you're not always going to be able to do that. But yeah, whenever we can, we, whatever we could, we did. That's true. And we still got a long way to go. Of course. And then the last mm -hmm. thing I'll say about the whole shit is like me telling people, you know, you got to get in something and be different. Mm -hmm. That is the exact reason why the shit is so hard. Like the girl saying, damn, what do y'all do for money? Like, what are y'all doing? Or what are people doing? I think because we want to be different, we want to excel. It make it harder to get involved in shit because you are thinking about how can I be different in that? Because we know what comes with. This role, that role, that role. And it's mm -hmm. a lot of roles this girl not talking about that she will turn down. Yep. That she could easily get to get her a farm and a dog. But I'll say that's why this shit is chess and it's not checkers. And y'all know why they say that? Because the pieces are different. In checkers, all of these pieces are the same. All of these moves are arguably the same. If I lose this piece, fuck it. The game can mm -hmm. continue. I can take this move and get a king out of it. That's checkers. In chess, these moves are more important, and each piece is different. One, one move that I make in chess, I'll be straight. I could be fine. But if I lose a certain piece, I deck the whole game. Like, I'm checkmating my whole opportunity. That being said, that's why the shit is chess and it's not checkers. If it was an easy move, you would go to jail. And let me just say this, Terrell, because there was a thing on the <laughs> TL where the girl said, I would never date somebody that went to jail. You saw that? Yes. And everybody was pissed off about it or whatever. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but before we can, we can even get there, if if it seemed like 
You have to be able to say, I'm going to do this and this to eventually be able to do this. You got to go to real estate school, get your real estate license, talk to the real estate experts, do your first small thing, and then become this real estate guy. Mm -hmm. If you meet somebody that says, I can get you to sell four houses in, in two weeks, no experience. The people who take those opportunities, the jail is filled with those people. Mm -hmm. Bad things happen to people who do that. That's my biggest advice and people to that anybody. can't control their emotions. Yep. Don't try to take the easy route. You know it could take you two years for you to be a licensed professional, but you're going to take the shortcut so you can get it in seven months, and you ain't shit. Or you, instead of working a job you where know, you could be... Yes. Instead of working a job where you could become a nigga that makes this amount, you say, shit, I could just start moving weight. I can start, and then I can get... And you get in the money, but at what cost? At what cost? Terrell, would it, you ever date a girl that was... that? Would you date a girl that, that was in jail or been in jail? It depends on what she went for. I can tell you right now, now this I don't care what she went get back for. To that. I'm off it. If uh, I do think it's a little because if you a shallow, girl and you went to jail, you did that shit. I feel like if for <laughs> for somebody to say they wouldn't date somebody that been to jail, it's not shallow, but it is a little shallow yeah. because you at least should know why. What if they got it wrongly convicted? What if they went for a nonviolent drug offense? Yeah. What if they went for a fucking protecting their fucking whoever? Nah, I yeah. feel like it's fucked up to just write somebody off solely for that. That's the only reason why I say I need to know what you went for. Right. Daddy's little girl, Tyler Perry's 2003 or whatever. 100 Literally that. Yeah, yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. If you haven't seen Daddy's little girl, the dude was falsely accused mm -hmm. of raping this girl. Trigger warning. Sorry. Um, I'm going to blurt that out in the joint. Mm -hmm. uh, falsely accused and he was dating this girl and she really liked him. And then she found out about his accusation. Said F um right whatever didn't really do the research to find out that he was wrongly accused. She didn't do the research. She just heard that he whatever. Yeah, you're right. There's a certain shallowness behind saying I could never date anybody that went to prison. There's a certain uppityness to it, I guess. But also, y'all, don't y'all think that we should like think about y'all? What? And this is where everybody would get pigeonholed. Terrell, would you want crew to date somebody, girl or boy? Do you want him to date somebody who's been to prison or just somebody who haven't? No, I, and you, you're not about that. I wouldn't. And, and that's why I say it's a little shallow, but not all the way, because if somebody don't want to deal with somebody that has a criminal past, then they're not wrong for that at all. Yeah, and we don't need <laughs> to be open to dating criminals. <laughs> Come on, y'all. And if you are somebody that been to jail, I got all respect for my, for my niggas that been to jail. But my thing is this. When I get out the car, or like I told Terrell, when I'm sitting in front of the gym, right, and I got my car running, and I got tinted windows, and I got my windows right here, and I'm sitting down, I'm sitting low on my phone, right? I got niggas coming out looking at me like this, right? Because y'all don't know what I'm on. Nobody knows who I am, and I have to own that. Nobody knows. It's on, it's on me to get out this car and show them that I'm a man that walks with a certain level of respect. I'm not that clown that you think I am. My thing is- That's the black if, experience as a whole. That's right the black there. experience as a whole. The people who've been in jail, if you hear somebody say, I never want to talk to somebody who go to jail, don't feel offended by that. Because if you're a stand-up dude, mm -hmm. I know I have to wear that badge. When you have to wear it as black people, and that's what people don't get about being black. you wearing shit that you can't take off. I'm walking in a grocery store, and I'm seeing the la I see the lady do something as simple as take her basket and put it like this. I'm like, come on, this is not a Tyler Perry movie or whatever. No, I'm yeah, not trying yeah, to be yeah, that yeah. guy, but I saw you do that. 
and it don't it don't bother me none. It literally is my way of the world. Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all, I didn't feel no type of shame at all in that moment. I don't give a fuck. Move your basket. Yeah, that's on you. This is why I say I'm an eagle. I don't give a fuck. When an eagle land next to a pigeon, what are you gonna fucking say to me? Cause when I take off, I'm way up here. That's just that's just how me and A Train live, bro. Nah, yeah, I understand that too. And honestly, you really there's certain things built into your subconscious as a as a. I'm not making a race thing, but as a black dude in America, 100, 100. Like the fact, black guys that are watching this podcast, you know how when you see older white folks in a random hallway or something, and you do this. You do know you're letting them know you're, you're not violent, right? Yeah. You're not going to just kill them. And you or, could be the nicest person ever, like me. You would never do it Wouldn't ever. Hurt it, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. I would have never been involved in that at all. But on sight, I got to make you feel more comfortable. Bro, I swear, when I go to DR, that's the biggest change I notice when I come back. Every single time, I've been to DR four times. Every single time Talk. I come back, I'm decorated now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, Terrence, you getting ready to say something disrespectful. <laughs> but uh, every time I come back, when I'm down there, think about it. Nobody's thinking about that. Nobody is thinking, oh, you're going to be a threat to me. Nobody is thinking that. Yeah. But when I come up here, as soon as we hit the airport and I start seeing white folks in certain places where I got to put on the I'm not a threat look, I be thinking, damn, I'm back in the States. I'm back in the States. I'm telling you, bro. We got to show them we not a threat when really the biggest threat in this retail store, the biggest threat to walk in here and hurt people. They don't look like me. And that's the thing. But this is the thing, though. When you speak like, well, how we speaking right now? They'll say, oh, man, these guys are racist. It's crazy. It's you crazy. speaking on your experience. If you call it out, then it's you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, oh, I'm done with it. If you guys are going to talk about the racy topics, I'm well, out. I'm out. Hey, y'all. Damn. It's cool. We got it. Uh, But that was a good cop. I'm glad you tapped in on that with the work shit. Everybody, if you got an idea, understand how dangerous it is for you to have that idea and understand that everybody has ideas, but literally 0.1% of people will do something with it. Most mm -hmm. people have an idea, yo, you know what would be dope? If this happened or if this worked this way or I could invent something that could fix X, Y, Z. Yeah. But most of the time, people just leave it as ideas. I'm the biggest procrastinator in the fucking world. Mm -hmm. Me and, and I, Terrell I'm telling you, live the so, same life as, as Shorty on the phone. Where sometimes what's next, y'all, ain't always so clear mm -hmm. because you know the risks that come with doing it. So just like me and Terrell right there with y'all, where like he's saying, if if you're willing to take that risk, it's worth taking. Because I tell Terrell, I don't, know, I don't know if he retains it, but I tell him, it's going to die in your head. So you might mm -hmm. as well let it die out in the open. Like if you have an idea, right, and you never say anything. You're just going to eventually forget about that idea, period. So think about the ideas you had last year. Mm -hmm. Think about them right now. It's hard. You can't. It's hard to. I can, I can remember certain things that you told me, but like, I tell him, he was like, like, Terrell will call me, he'll be like, oh, I was thinking this, and nah. And I'm like, nah, say it, because if it dies in your head, mm -hmm. then it's going to do nothing anyway. If you tell me, I might be able to do something with it. You know how many times Terrell said, yo, you know, I was just thinking, look, an idea like that comes from... And this is no lie. The idea like that comes from me and Terrell saying, yo, what if we put two albums up against each other? Nah. Uh -huh. And then saying, nah, what if we do? Yeah. End up being one of the better things that we brought to that channel. Mm -hmm. Like, 100%. 
Y'all have all of the opportunities in the world to be like that. Like, and, and I don't mean like that. I just mean like your yeah. opportunity is waiting for you to act on it. Yeah, that's why I say ideas are dangerous because I have a thousand ideas, but how many of them have actually I put the steps to do this? I, my boy Don Sill, I watch say, yo, I think I want to do this. I think Talk I want to. I think I want to start a clothing brand. And I'm like, all right, bet. Then a the nigga came out with a t-shirt. Mm. And I'm like, dope, I'll get one. I got one. Then yep. the nigga came out with some reflective pants. A year later, I'm at the nigga's fashion show. At DC Fashion Week. Yeah. And it's just, when you be around people that like put work behind what they say, it makes you feel like yeah. you could, you should. Because at the end of the day, like we not sitting up here preaching to some niggas that are millionaires saying- Not at all. Take 10000 and invest in this. I mean, it's literally, we all- have ideas and the and idea dangerous. he's talking about the guy you talking about you was he put it he had an idea put a uh, whatever whatever out put a mm -hmm. shirt out reflective pants now you at dc fashion we look i have one of his ideas on my head currently right now yeah and that let y'all know you know what niggas to say oh you know what oh bro got a clothing line but i mean it's cool but i mean it ain't it ain't like you know it ain't this it ain't this brand but guess what you talking about somebody else's idea that at least made it far enough for you to compare to yes. something else. 100%. That's what it's about. What we comparing of yours. And that's why just hit upload. Just fucking just hit upload. Out. Just fucking do it. Mm -hmm. And your first joint is going to be trash. It always is. Yeah. Go look at the Migos reaction versus our, some of our last reactions. We was looking at this little screen over here. I see how I'm looking right at the camera, here. but not really. Maybe we was worried about how we looked. I was it so... Was, back then, I didn't yeah. know how I was about to sound. And then I watched this shit back. I said, Terrell, we can't put this shit out. Nah, huh? If you hell wanna, nah. If you want to see growth, I'm not tooting because we ain't shit. But you can at least see a level of, oh, okay, what? they was this at one point and then took it today. We was talking about it. We had reached uh, almost 10... It's almost 10 years on the channel. Mm -hmm. Almost. But if you go look at the very first vlog, Terrell was like, when you look at this, years from now, we'll be in a whole different place. He never said we would be rich. He never mm -hmm. said we would be millionaires. But when you look at that video, it is true that uh -huh. we are in a whole different place and still on camera. Yep. Say what you want. You know what I'm saying? Also, like my true life video, like you say it and it could happen. It's just all about like moving in that, uh -huh. that direction. That's crazy, too. I need to go back and watch that. Yeah. I need to go back and watch that True Life. Terrence did a True Life. Y'all don't know Terrence did a True Life video from House Are you kidding me? That it has like 30,000 views randomly. Yeah. But all right, bet. Let's get back to the shit. Miss um, Porter was running that joint up. Yeah, no bullshit. We need to go and visit her. 100%, because I think she's definitely still, still at, sc at still, that school. Still teaching. Yeah. We got to just pop up. make that man. happen. Yeah. Um, let's go... Tech Corner, because I got some good shit for the Tech Corner. Tech Corner's back this week. It was back yeah. last week. Everybody enjoyed it. Uh, I don't got too much, but I'll start with the Taylor Swift. Okay, yeah. Taylor Swift AI pictures went out. Some, un, you know, favorable pictures of her. <laughs> them pictures was insane. I never saw the pictures, and I'm you glad never I, ne saw? No, I never saw them. Wow, them joints scraped off the internet, too. You can't find yeah, them Yeah, you can't find them. Yeah. By the time I searched Taylor Swift AI, I wasn't even trying to see it on some freaky shit. Nah, he but said, I said, what are they talking what about? Bad, bad. <laughs> Bad. She sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I went, by the time I went to find it, I couldn't find anything. And um, X blocked the search of Taylor Swift entirely on 
Twitter. You can't even search Taylor Swift. Wow. It will say no results. And basically, there's a conversation about how the AI shit has just gotten a little bit ridiculous. And I'll say this. It's not going anywhere. It don't matter what we do. This technology is as dangerous as we said when we were talking about creating robots. Mm -hmm. You can literally tell it to do whatever you want. It will do it. Yeah. So unless y'all figure out a way to keep that from people, it will continue to get worse. And what people were talking about was Taylor Swift going to have kids one day. You know, you don't want your kids to be able to get online and see some shit like that, even if it's AI. That's wild as shit. Nah, yeah. But they were talking about how Pusha T for a, a whole year. Do you remember all of the AI pictures that they were making of Pusha T? I think he was so. getting he was getting harassed by AI for a year. Yeah, but Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. The, 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 the power dynamic is a little bit different. And I was gonna say, I don't think so. Well, well, you know what? You're right. They ain't gonna stop the search of Pusha T. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Taylor Swift, yeah. this AI, AI images like that, first off, them images was crazy because of how like detailed they are. And I think that's a dangerous thing about AI is the fact that this shit is starting to look realistic as fuck. However, Yo, there have been pictures like that out for my whole life. Mm -hmm. My entire adult male, I'm able to look at porn life. There have been images like that. You never been on Pornhub and hit the photos section? Nah, you was deep in that. You joint. never accidentally went to the photos part of Pornhub? I have. Or whatever, and you realize, oh, okay, motherfuckers be making shit. Come on, nah, bro. Yeah. Or you ever be on stream, uh, stream East or or Crack Stream, and you see some shit and like you that. You hit play that first time, and the new window pop up. <laughs> that me and Kelly was talking about that because Kelly said she was on the. Uh, <laughs> Kelly said I'm trying to show somebody how to do the, the link and look. I told her I was like jerk mate. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> that used the uh, what's the name of the joint? Uh, With crack streams know uh, about jerk uh -huh. mate that's gonna pop up. Oh, I was watching the game. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, you freak ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, those images have been around for a long time. And mm -hmm. I just feel like it's funny that Taylor Swift is the fish big enough to make them say, okay, nah. Or I'll say small enough for them to say, okay, but you know, so you got to put that back. Nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And so we'll see what they do with it. Meta has uh, come up with some type of technology that they're using to try and get certain pictures and like they like look at yeah. certain things and pictures to get away from kids and uh and younger users. They try and do that first because you know kids are starting to be under. You can be under eighteen and create a face. Yeah, I think then they said it was a Florida law that they just passed where you have to be sixteen or older to use social media. Yeah, and that's probably going to mm -hmm. spread to be honest. And, and honestly, I feel like that's fine. I'm yeah. not all the way opposed to it just because. And they was talking about how they was able to stop all of that bullshit from Taylor Swift. All them AI pictures they took off the net. It just proves that they can get it off if they want. Yeah. But Twitter porn and all of this nasty shit that we see every day. Have you been seeing a new thing where it's like, ooh, I got the whole video. You ever scroll past a tweet and it's a screenshot and it says, I got the whole video or whatever. Yeah. They're like these new, like, they, bro, there's so much nasty shit. They could take that shit off, but that shit is running up. That shit is getting numbers. I mean, that shit is get, them porn pages have engagement. Nah, yeah. So, I feel like maybe they could do something with it where, first off, I don't know if anybody knows this. You can definitely block content like that from 
uh, your a, Twitter, your Twitter. There's a setting in Twitter where you can go and literally block sensitive content. Terry, and, some of that shit don't show up sensitive though. That shit, I'm telling you, it works, and I'm gonna keep it a hundred. It's because I have a Finsta, a fa- I've had a fake Twitter before, and it was funny. I was just gonna get on there and just talk about like. Mm-hmm. Like movies and shit. I had made it to be like a movie page. I was like, I'm just gonna talk about movies. But now I just use it for my fake uh, Twitter. Hopefully, some of you niggas can find me. I don't follow me though. So if somebody starts tweeting y'all randomly about the Wizards or some shit and I don't random nigga, it's I don't parents. do that. You know, it's gonna be me from my page. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, only reason why I know that is I remember thinking, you know what? On this Finsta, I can't even look at a fucking. I can't even see like Invincible. Shit on that joint. I can't see ass on my Finsta. Fuck's the point. You know? Finsta, but you mean Twitter. Because Finsta is Instagram. Okay, yeah. My, my bad. My fake Twitter. Your burner account. Uh, your, your my, burn, my burner account, yeah. But uh, I had to go into settings and make it so that, you know, whatever. So I think there is technology out there uh-huh. for you to be able to save these kids. It mm-hmm. just has to be lined up, and the parents are not with them making the accounts. They're going to override the 16 thing. 100%. Yeah. Now, the next thing I got for Tech Corner, going back to what we were talking about with working, we're starting to see a fluctuation in jobs in the game industry. First of all, there were 10,000 job layoffs last year in the gaming industry as a whole. Um, I think more than that as a whole. Um, but 2,000 workers in Microsoft's gaming division are being laid off after the merger deal. They just bought... Um, Blizzard and Activision. Damn. And King. You know, King houses Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. So they just bought them for, what What was it, $69 billion or something, billion or something like that. And uh, they're starting to lay off people for reasons that they call redundancy. So there's 1,800 layoffs um, at Unity, which is another gaming engine creator. And then they just laid off 500 more motherfuckers at, at Twitch. And uh, only reason why I bought that, because for anybody that's looking to get into gaming, it's not to like scare you or anything, but to let you know how competitive and ever-changing this shit is. Like yeah. Your job could be bad. I'm doing this at once, and then it could change. I would say anybody that works a job at like a call center where you're fielding calls all day or like your support, just keep your resume and stuff updated and always be looking for the next thing because those are the jobs that we're seeing leave. Support roles. Mm-hmm. These gaming think of Microsoft laid off a bunch of people that did support. Yeah. Something wrong with my... Remember back in the day? You could call and be like, something, something wrong, wrong with, with my, my game. Now, they don't need a thousand motherfuckers to do that. Now, mm-hmm. we can get rid of... We can save money if we invest in what we just talked about before where we can make AI. a naked-ass picture of you. They can answer calls. Because, look, they can field the small calls, and they say, if you have a big issue, we'll get you a real person. Exactly. But if it's small, go right over there. 100%. Have have y'all noticed when you call somewhere, it's like, hmm, let me just answer. You'd be like, representative. But they'd be like, let me just answer you something questions first. Yeah. They be trying to be like, oh, you just need your balance? Right here. The motherfuckers that used to be like, what account did you want? And think about who's calling. Old motherfuckers. Yep. Because, look, what are we doing? Oh, I got to check my balance. I'm going to go to my app. But the people who are calling are older. They can be directed easier. So guess what? We can pay less motherfuckers well, can, to answer guess the phone. What? The person that's going to, the, the machine don't need time off. You we don't, don't got to worry about no HR up. issues. They don't got to have a schedule. And we barely got to pay the motherfucker. Once we get him, he's, once he's we pay him one time. That's it. 
So that's something that to just to keep a lookout for for everybody that just, you know, we're talking about a lot of work shit now. But um, last thing that I have for Tech Corner is something that's interesting. This is why I said I'd be right about shit. And then it happened. People said I'm crazy. Then it happened. And then boom. So Netflix cracked down on passwords in yeah. October. Between November, December, between October, November, and December, they saw the biggest surge in signups that they've ever seen since 2020. 13.1 million new subscriptions in the last three months, which was the most from any quarter since 2020, like I said. And it's because they did that shit that happened on my TV, where it's like, yo, you're not the owner of the account. So you can't use it unless you can prove to me that you're traveling. Think about it, Candace just made her new account. Yeah. A lot of people said, oh, Netflix is about to crack down on password sharing. Fuck it. I'm out. No, y'all not. Y'all was talking big shit, and I said it. They I said Netflix is the biggest for a reason. Word, we not worried about y'all sharing passwords because guess what? I got that file coming, and you're going to make a new account. Oh, so they got they came up. Did, you, did I miss that? They came up? 13 million new signups, the most of any quarter since 2020. Fuck. And we are now we and they are back to being the biggest. Uh, back to being the biggest. Yeah. Amazon, that was a cute little run. And this is my thing. Everybody else going to follow suit, too. Last thing I have, Amazon just introduced ads for Amazon Prime Video, uh-huh. and you can pay $2.99 more a month to get no ads. Terrell, I said that on one of these things for, for, for Tech Corner, and I put respect on my name. Ah, but they just it just launched. But it, oh, it just launched. That just launched today. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, so you might have, you might have I, said yeah. it, but as you can see, motherfuckers will follow suit. When you the Walmart, everybody open when you open. If when I say I'm opening on Black Friday at 6 a.m., trust and believe that Target, Best Buy, the motherfuckers over there. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> they opening at 6 open. like me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's all I got for the Tech Corner this week. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Hey, look, one thing that I do think we need to talk about, it's a short topic, but hey, it's worth talking about. Drea, a very well-known, uh, a legacy BBL, legacy, legacy BBL, mm-hmm. legacy fine. Everybody, Drea, knows who Drea yeah. is, mm-hmm. but she's thirty-nine years old, dating a twenty-one-year-old Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. Um, the age gap is large, thirty-nine and twenty-one. We all know how that would be received if genders were reversed, mm-hmm. but um. People were talking about how she was walking around in the game one day with bruh, and she seemed to be a little bit heavier. People are speculating that she might be pregnant. I don't know if she is or isn't. I'm not trying to speak on anybody's business. But, Terrell, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is just the double standards with, you know, predators and cougars. I saw that dude's tweet on uh, Twitter that was... Very true where it said, you know what, if the roles are reversed, people would call the dude a predator for being 39, only talking to a 21-year-old. 100%. You know, and have her pregnant walking around with him? Yeah. They would say he was a predator. But we look at this Dreas situation with Jalen Green, and we say, yo, Jalen Green snatched him a legacy piece. That's what the fellas are saying. And then Uh it doesn't seem like the ladies have too much of a say with this, but it kind of is predatory if we being honest. Not yet. People say the same thing with Bernice Burgos and Jalen Brown. Yeah, or Brittany Renner with the P.J. Washington situation. Y'all are older. Y'all preying on these younger guys. But this is the thing. This girl tried to say, uh, what'd she say? She said, since men are the ones that chase after. Yeah. Right? I can't control what. No, she said it's a little bit different because men are the ones that go after women. Men are the ones that go after whatever. But when we said in high school, 
that the that the the, the senior in our class didn't want to talk to nobody. She only wanted to talk to older niggas. The response to that was, well, the older niggas should be responsible Possible. and understand that they're dealing with somebody that's too young for them. Right. And so I feel like it should be that same energy on the other side because these women know full well the potential of these young athletes. Yeah. They're making millions of dollars, whatever. Uh, and there, even if so, so even if Jalen Brown came at Bernice Burgo, she should say, you my daughter's age. Yeah. Drea has a son the same age as Jalen Green. And that's wild. And that's wild. And I think in that situation, if this goes forward, Drea gets a baby, they break up, and now she hitting Jalen Green over the head for child support. Do y'all not look at that like the play that it is? At what point do we start, you know, looking at that play and saying, yo, that's kind of petty? At what point mm -hmm. do we actually... Uh, at what point is, is the predator behavior with that not just a Twitter thing? You know, because I do feel like at a certain point, it's loser shit for you to be 39 and you dating a nigga that's 21. Mm. Not yet. And if the roles were reversed, even if the different. roles was reversed and you was 39 dating a 21 year old, I would say that you want some loser shit. A 25 year old can tell you why they don't want to date a 21 year old. That's so young. Yeah. A woman. Wanting to date a 21-year-old, we all know what that's about. No, uh, he's yeah, in the NBA. He's 40 and he's 25. We all know what you're doing. Nah, Think about how that, that, that boy's mother looking at this grown motherfucker walking in her house. I will be damned I have a kid. And she 21. And 39? <laughs> oh, look, he's 21 and you 39 up in here talking to me. And you basically my peer. Nah, yeah. And I'm asking you how many places you've been to. Let me see your passport. I'm asking you about your health insurance. And you've been to uh, the no, hospital no. a million times. <laughs> you done had a hip replacement and all of this bullshit. Fuck out of here. Nah, yeah. This motherfucker was in my graduating class. Fuck nah, out of yeah. here. Crew better not walk in that house with nobody that's 40, 40 years old when he's 20. How you doing, Mr. Mallory? I'm going to be the one that's nice. His mama the one y'all going to have to worry about. I'm going to be like, all right. I'm going to be like Steve Harvey. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, cause the thing. <laughs> right? No bullshit. But what I want to talk about is who, who you getting, getting into. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hey, look. Long story, even less long. We can leave it very short right here. Mm -hmm. Drea, you want some nasty time? Nah, yeah, and I think she just opened the conversation for like a, uh, you know, she opened the conversation up for the entire yeah. movement that exists there. And so, not cool at all. Y'all let us know what y'all think, because honestly, that shit is a little, a little nutty, if you ask me. Definitely. Nutty is insane. <laughs> <laughs> a little nutty. What are we looking at, Sue? Oh, one-on-one. Oh, one-on-one. Uh, well, we can run the last 30 with whatever else we have left. What else did I want to say? Um, oh, damn. I should have asked you this earlier. I should have asked you that earlier. I'm not going to ask you it now. But um, there is a tweet to read that I'm going to send you. That you want me to play? That I want you to play you. 
There was somebody recently who tried to take me on a date and he's like, yo, I only take women on coffee dates. It's an immediate no, lose my number for me because I appreciate. It has nothing to do with how much money you plan to spend on me. Yeah. It has everything to do with you telling me that I typically take women on. I'm not a typical experience, baby, and I, I need you to see that out mm. the gate. Even if that's what you typically do, okay. don't tell me that that's your typical behavior. I'm not interested in nothing typical. I'm a one percenter in all around, like in what I earn and what I do. Don't tell me. Okay, because that's okay. all. That's the only point that I Shout want to see. Shout out to, to the see. Fat Nasty Podcast, Black Creatives sitting down discussing some shit, getting it, it done. Man. Love Shout it. Love it. Shout out, because this clip definitely stood out to me. This everybody who just listened to that, I want you to spin it back and listen again, and then after this, just go back and watch it again. Because I think this is going to be a good opportunity for the fellas who listen to this podcast to learn some shit today. Terrell, tell me what you think about this here. She says she's a... The guy said he typically takes girls on one percenter dates. And I feel Hold like... Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What you talking oh, about? Oh, shit, my bad. I just mixed up the words. He said he typically takes girls on coffee dates. Number one, I think he fucked up by even saying that. That's it. That's my point of this. Go ahead. That's my point. Why would you even tell her that you typically do that? Just, just do it. Yeah, just like, do it. And, and you got the response from exactly what you wanted. It's yeah. people that don't like her response. Oh, no. Uh, lose my number immediately because don't tell me what you typically do because I'm not a typical woman and I'm not a typical experience. I'm a one percenter. I'm a one of a kind woman. I am one of a kind. You know what niggas say? How dare you? You really think <laughs> that you ordered a, in a bag of chips? You ain't shit. Guess who's black ass just asked her on a coffee date that you typically take women on because you haven't settled down or found one yet? You. This is why you took an L when you told her what you typically do. Fellas, never tell a woman what you typically do. I typically buy women my women, all, I typically buy all my women roses. I always buy all my women. Yeah. Do you think a woman wants to be that, and I ask you this, for all of my women that don't like her response, don't you want a woman that's one of a kind? Don't you want a white one percenter? Don't you want a woman that's not typical? That's not the typical experience. That's not a typical person. Just whatever. You want the one percenter, right? You got to act like it. It's as easy like as it. that. 100%. It's easy as that. If you were just trying to fuck, cool. You and, just didn't get the just, right one. And you just, you, you, just you met a one percenter. You ran into an eagle. When you need a pigeon, bro. When we throwing pellets down like this and we throwing grass seeds down here, that's how they eat. That's how a pigeon eats. Look, shit, <laughs> scraps. <laughs> I bought some bread for the pigeons. They going to eat this? <laughs> an eagle in the sky? We don't give a fuck about that bread. We're going to go in, into the deep water and get it out. Out fucking south. <laughs> Coolest fucking animal. But a nigga hates the Philadelphia eagle. I'm about to get an eagle on my whole back like that. <laughs> I told A-Train I want to do that. Oh, I'm going to get an eagle that go across this way, but the head going to be like this just looking at me. <laughs> Look right here. Nah, that's actually a good point. And honestly, I do understand that. I didn't watch that video and get triggered. And I think a lot of times we miss the message because we see a woman talking or ladies, you see a man talking about what they want and we mm -hmm. instantly say, let me find a flaw in this motherfucker. No bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so...
And fellas, that woman is speaking exactly how every one of y'all would want y'all woman speaking. 100%. I'm not a typical experience. 100%. Now, do we have course of action? Course or, of action? No. Okay. Do we have hands on the jaw? No. You know what I was going to ask you? All right. And it wasn't even a... I don't have a course of action or a chance in a choice this week, bro. The ones that I was looking at was two relationship, whatever. But mm. yes, we do have this one last question that I'm going to ask you. All right, bet. Uh, you know what? It is chance and a choice. It is. Bet. Okay. Play the drop, Terrence. No, you just Run said. that. You just said. It's one. We got to keep it going. We're not playing the fucking drop for one. He going to it. He going to go play the drop for y'all. Come on, bro. You just mad because you did it. It's actually better when you do it. I am still going to do it. All right, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, it's better when you do it. In life, you get a chance and a choice and a choice and a chance. And what a man does with his chance, well, that's his choice. <laughs> right? He trains out a fucking hate when you do it. <laughs> I hate it too sometimes, but it's better than going and finding J. Yeah. But uh, I only got one for you today, and it's a deep one. You get a chance and a choice. You could... Save one family member or save 25 strangers. What do you do? You can hold on. What? You could save one family member or 25 strangers. To me, that's easy. Okay. I think everybody will save their family member. Okay. But you're going to let 25 strangers die. Yes. Sorry. Because if, if I was one of the 25... And you had the choice to save your family. You would save your family. You would save your family. Also, then you're not thinking about it. One of them 25, uh, out of them 25 people, you're also ruining 25 families, though. I'm not doing anything. You are. How am I doing it? Because you could save. I am the savior. You could save them. Save them from what? Death. Why are they about to die? Terrence, now you're making it like like. Because uh, don't make it seem like I'm the fucking motherfucker I, that's got a gun. Choice. I'm getting ready to kill you. Get choice. And this is like that movie, The Box. Remember, you could either push this button and kill somebody, and kill somebody, and or take it dollars. away. Look, you, you can either push this button and kill somebody, and you get a million dollars, or you don't have to take this decision at all. But we're gonna go get this box to somebody else, and I ain't saying your ass is safe. It's the same situation. I'm taking my family member and keeping them alive. So so sorry to those that will be lost, but yeah. I think everybody will make the decision. I have a legacy. So, we're from Viltrum, a, is what you sound like. We're Viltrum. What are Viltrumites? Terrence, that's not the case. You said, okay, so you would say 25 strangers over your family nah, member? I'm just saying, you see, you're picking it with ease. So, you think, you're not thinking, I just watched Robert Baratheon say, You've got a daughter, I've got a son. We'll merge our houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, bloodline is everything. That's true. I definitely would pick. And then you didn't say 25 non-blood people that you know. I said strangers. You said strangers, meaning I have no relation to y'all at all. Mm -hmm. No relation. I would probably pick the family member too. Probably? Why are we thinking about this? Terrell, that's not easy to just fuck up 25 strangers and families' life. I just hope that you don't think and about you that see until after I'm safe. I asked this question to shed light on the fact that this is the reality of the world we live in right here. We scrap for ours. What was that from, Terrell? You know? I forget. I don't even know what that's from. Somebody gonna know. Um, but like, 
Step up two. <laughs> wow. wow, I was thinking about some shit. Like, I don't know what I was thinking about. That. But um, we scrapped. That's up. the world that we live in. You know, mm-hmm. people would let twenty five people die to save their kin. That is a that is a when you really think about it. Yeah, that's not somebody who is all about humanity. Yeah, that's family over everything. That's foe. That's foe. Right, that is. I think I would be foe, but y'all. I mean, look. I ask you this. I feel like this chance and the choice is deep because you would be faced with on some invincible shit. Twenty five families fucked up, and what if you get to see that? You gotta ask yourself. I'm. I, it will be fucked up. I'm not saying I will be just yeah. good. Yeah. But that situation, depending on who the family member is, is definitely a no hezzy. To me, I don't care if you're a family member that I don't like. I'm going to save you over them strangers. Yeah. Just because. Look, just because. But you say you're a family member that you don't like. So you're going to fuck up 25 family members for over, over blood that you don't even give a fuck about. Nah, you, you know what? Let's talk about that. Blood. Some of you motherfuckers. Some people, like, there be, there'll be certain people that are your family, that are your blood. That, like the whole blood is sticking in water thing is gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all are closer with your coworker than you are with your cousin. Just gonna put That's that out true. There. That's true. But... If it came down to it, you gotta let your coworker go, right? But look, look because at I'm big on that. I'm so big on a lion coming for you, and or not even a lion, but you built this crazy relationship with your coworker, and your cousin is your blood, but you know them kinda. You think they're gonna save you before your good relationship friend? That's a good thing. Well, like, they save me before their fruit, fruit, relationship friend. I don't know. That's where the shit gets sticky. It gets you know how sticky it. Gets. It gets sticky because I don't know if you would save me. That's the best thing about movies like Saw. Yeah. Like, that's the best thing about situations where it's like, you know That's what? the best thing about a chance and a choice. Because everybody has a choice and everybody has a chance. What you do with your chance, whether you save your family member, you take off on a 50, the 25 people, well, that's your choice. It's a choice you're going to have to live with. Oh, look at my boy. The nephew will only... My son only... We, he, we's about to turn eight months. So anybody that knows anything about children, sorry not to go off on a dad rant. But baby land weaning is a big thing, right? This is yeah. the part where, you know, for, since five months, we've been giving them purees and fucking... Ooh, this is peas. This is carrots. This is sweet potato. Yeah. This morning, in his Nutribullet baby, shout out to Bo and Brianna, got it that for us for the uh, baby shower, and I used it. I steamed him up some uh, cut up sweet potato, steamed him in the, the Nutribullet that was steamed? The Nutribullet baby joint has a steam option, and then you just flip over and then it grinds it up. It's fucking dope. I'm about to use that shit for myself. But uh, steamed him some sweet potato, fucking grounded it up, put a little cinnamon in there and a little milk to make it fucking... I tasted that shit and said, damn, this shit is fire. I tried to give it to him, he and he wouldn't fuck with it. And, bro, the only thing he liked to eat is club crackers. Oh, hell yeah. I love some cr- some club, club crackers. Some club, them little club drinks or a Ritz. Bro, uh, he yeah. will fuck a cracker up. It's that sharp salt on him with the bread. You know, once it dissolves in his mouth, the, it probably feels like the, a, Yeah. I'm going to get him some puffs and see if he fuck with that. That's funny. You're dealing with dad niggas. They just randomly start talking about fatherly shit. You just got to let them. So, I'm just going to say this because my son finally... Uh, started to understand the the diaper, his diaper. 
So he filled his diaper and I took it out of the. Like, oh, you know what? I didn't get to tell the story. Ass nigga. When I was in DR, my son said Dada for the first time. Oh, yeah. And I never got to see it yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Man, let me tell you. I've been trying and trying. He's been saying mama for months. Mm. And I was pissed off because he was about to say Dada first. <laughs> then he just wanted a mama spell. Right? He was trying to say he wasn't saying it. He was in there like, mama, mama, mama. <laughs> we was like, Terrell, that's good enough. <laughs> Like, he's saying mama. Nah, but now he walk around the house saying da-da, which is dope, man. Man. I just can't wait that. till he's, like, talking. Yeah. Which a lot of parents say, yes, you can. Those questions aren't going to stop. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's but, not at the age yet, y'all, either, where he is confused about me and Terrell. Y'all know how they always say, oh, do y'all show the baby? Y'all to it? Does he get confused? Not yet. No, nah, He still yet. thinks I'm his da-da sometimes. Yeah, he still will sometimes think Terrence is me. 100%. But if we in the room together, he know that's not his fucking dad. Right, he knows I'm Fuck his cool ass uncle, and I, oh, that's not my, oh, that's not my dad for sure. This is my uncle that smells I, like tree bark. This is my uncle that smells like. He always smells the like stair master, pine. <laughs> Terrell, don't do that. I'm just like <laughs> you don't always. Smell like that. But I knew that would trigger you because you don't want him to think. I don't give a fuck, y'all. I smoke and I don't want my nephew to know that I smoke at I all. told him. Like, I tell we, Terrell. Terrell could be on FaceTime. If I smoke, I'll be like, yo, make sh- where's Crew? Yeah. Crew's going to grow up in the most marijuana-friendly environment in the, this world's history. <laughs> Where you can go up the street and say, oh, there's a grocery store, there's a weed spot in there. So <laughs> say, no bullshit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's no point, really, but I do respect it, though. I do respect it. That's my guy. But. Do you have a movie suggestion of the week? My movie suggestion of the week is going to be the movie that I just talked about in the last topic. It's called The Box. Uh, I think it has Cameron Diaz. Yes. We've, re- we've recommended this movie before. Let me go see where you can watch it. But um, the movie came out. Oh, this shit is blowing the fuck out of me. Sorry. iPhone doing iPhone things. Movie came out in a golden year. One of the best years of all time. 2009. Come on, man. It's on Hulu. It's on HBO Max with a uh, subscription. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Y'all go watch that and have a good time watching that one. Because the the chance and the choice that we just talked about, they made one. And you let that movie dictate if you think your your choice is a good one. Okay. My uh, movie suggestion of the week, I got two of them. My number one movie suggestion of the week is called Vivarium. Shout out to bruh on Twitter who... Recommended me this movie and said, we need your thoughts. That movie was wild as shit. And it was tripping me out crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all finished it? Yeah, we finished yeah. it. I was like, damn. Okay, yeah. I ain't gonna give it away. But it's a movie about this couple that goes to this open house in this neighborhood. Or they're going to look at a house in the neighborhood. And they legit cannot leave the neighborhood. They try to drive out of that joint. And they can't. They just stuck there. They just end up right back in front of the it same house. It is crazy. It's got Jesse Eisenberg, uh, Social Network. Mm-hmm. And a few other people. I forget the, the girl's His name. His wife. It's Never another woman. <laughs> but uh, that's my first. My second one. They. I don't know if y'all saw, but they just put out the production photos from Severance Season 2. Y'all, we oh, have been okay. waiting forever. And if you have not seen Severance, y'all, trust me. I've recommended this show to three people, and everybody loves it. Okay. I have, have steered nobody wrong. Severance is a show on Apple TV+. And let me tell you, when somebody recommended me the show... I did the same thing you just did, which is, I don't have Apple TV Plus, so fuck it. But I literally, if you go on Apple TV Plus, you, you can literally do it from your phone. That show is worth it. It's literally about if you had a job, but when you go to your job, they erase your memory before you leave. 
And so you don't have any conscious idea of what you do for work. And when you're at work, you have no conscious idea of what you do outside of work. Yeah. And then somehow shit start getting a little. Yeah. Like imagine when you get off, you don't even remember what happened on your shit. Or imagine you drive a black car in your real life. You go to work. When you get to work, they erase your memory. But when you get to work, you see a black car and you think, damn, that motherfucker look familiar. Why do I feel like that's my car? Bro, I'm about to rewatch it. I'm going to make my, you watch it because G haven't seen it. I'm going to make her watch it. I've seen the first three, four episodes. It takes a minute for you to get to this part that Terrell's loving. Because the end you of definitely, the first episode, you should be like, oh, nah, shit. you got to figure that show out. You got to figure that show out. What I will say uh, is it's definitely good. I got to finish. I haven't finished to see this cliffhanger that Terrell's talking about that it ends with. You're not done with Severance? Nah, I, still, I told you, I only watched the first three episodes. I haven't even... Oh, my God, Terrell, once Terrence. they started doing the what's the name shit, it does get a little weird, I will say that. It's a good show, but it gets a little weird, and it's slow as fuck. Terrell. It is not it's slow. It's slow as fuck. It's Terrence, in an no, office it's building. Please don't listen Terrence, to him. It's in an office building, and nowhere they be in cubicles, and it's like, look. Terrence, y'all, he didn't finish... He didn't it's finish, one of them shows. It's like... He didn't finish Succession season, the, the, the greatest season that we have this last season, because he said... It's just, Terrell, you're, you're, trying trying you're trying to shit so on So you're really not... Because you're trying to... Now you're going to try to deter people from watching. So you bring up a devil show that I did... did I brought up one of the greatest to, last seasons of a show all the time that you just will not finish. All I'm saying is the show... Me saying that the show is slow as whatever. But look, let's not get into that. For my people who need Apple TV... A lot of you have a free three months of Apple TV in an email somewhere because I'm sure you bought an iPhone or an iPad or some headphones somewhere. Oh, yeah. You got free Apple TV, believe it or not. And it's the last thing, uh, last movie suggestion. Me and A-Train started watching Griselda on Netflix. Is it good as they on say? Netflix. I think it's good. I think it gave me a first season of Snowfall feel, you know? Um, okay. Sofia Vergara in that role as uh, Griselda Blanco. Mm-hmm. I used to think her name was Griselda, Griselda Blanca. Griselda. But it's Griselda Blanca. Wow. You thought her name was Griselda? I always know her name was Griselda. I used to think it was Griselda. L- look at uh, Griselda, the Griselda nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But whenever I say her name in full, you see I said Griselda Blanco. Uh-huh. That's how I learned it. But anyway, Sofia Vergara in that role, y'all. Pretty good. And it's got some stars in now, it. Now, is she just look like regular Sofia Vergara? Nah, they got her looking definitely very different in that joint. Oh, Me and good, was good, like, good. I don't know how they even did it. Like, I don't know oh, if it's makeup. Good. I don't know if it's... But when you first see her, you'd be like, I don't look like her. And oh, okay. also, I was telling A-Train, her character isn't so much... Like, the Sofia Vergara isn't seeping through the seams of her character like it normally does. Oh, that's do. good. That's good. You know, she actually kind of carrying the role pretty well. That's good, though, because I know what Griselda Blanco looked like. So oh, when okay, I heard... Yeah. When I saw... Sophia Vergara on the front, I was like, why'd they get this fine-ass person to do this role? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because she's still fine in the show, though. She actually looks better than Sophia Vergara in real life in the show. I feel like she looks uh, good in the show. Well, I haven't seen anything But she's younger. She's supposed oh, to be okay, the... Yeah. Nah. Oh, she's the younger Zelda no, Blanco. because she's in that joint talking about how moved weight for 10 years. It starts with her already having a, a reputation. Y'all don't, if y'all don't know anything about Griselda Blanco, she was paid. Yeah. She was... She... So, I'm trying to. I need see. to watch that joint, and that joint is good. It's from the creators of Narcos. Come on, okay, yeah. they gonna knock it out. You just gotta watch them subtitles. Okay, <laughs> you know how you watch a, a, a joint on Netflix and they got subtitles. You in the other room like shit. I'm about to go rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watch everything with subtitles. Are you? Oh yeah, you're not that. You're not that way. Well, I don't know Spanish. You could probably pick up. That's what I mean. Like, 
Oh. They start speaking Spanish. You done went in the other room. You were like, hold up. What he did? <laughs> Who's brother? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we ain't got sports, but I mean, come on. Man, we got sports. Let's get it, shorty. I like how you want to be. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? NFL Super Bowl, OT Dubs, where we just had the NFL Championship Week. Shout out to your team. If we talking about your team this week, that's the only team that's getting respect. Uh-huh. The Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Again. 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 A fucking game. Uh-huh. And I'll say this, man. Like, I have a Lamar agenda. I told Terrell. And I fought it. I fought it. Y'all saw my tweets. I was like, nah, it was the defense that let him down, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But after just looking back at it and just realizing, looking at everything, because I watched that whole game. Yeah. Lamar and didn't play it. well. He didn't play well. He did. He, he wasn't. Did. He, did. he wasn't the reason solely that they lost. Mm-mm. The play calling, they didn't run. the the number one rush team in the league. I don't run the ball. Y'all only passing the ball. The number one secondary, like, I just felt like I felt bad for Lamar. Because I know nobody's going to talk about how he was a stand-up dude. In the press conference, he fucking, you know, stood on his shit, said he was proud of his teammates, whatever. Everybody's just going to say, oh, well, Lamar. People have a, there's racial undertones to the whole Lamar shit. But even outside of that, people always have made it seem like he wasn't a good quarterback. He's still going to win the MVP, I think. But he needed this Super Bowl for people to do anything. But one thing I will say this is about Lamar. Lamar's career is going exactly how Peyton Manning's career went. Peyton, Peyton Manning went to the playoffs, lost a bunch of times, got MVP twice, lost, didn't make it to a Super Bowl until after he had already won his second MVP. So he still has the opportunity to cement his career. Yeah. He does. And I honestly think, you know, I see both sides of it. Both sides of it. I definitely see the racial aspect with Lamar because there's that aspect to go to. Like, when we talk about Justin Herbert, when we talk about Josh Allen, Josh Allen, there isn't a race aspect to him. So if we say he didn't play well, there's nobody who can say, oh, y'all just saying that because he's black. Or, mm. oh, wow, see, y'all picking on the black guy. And my thing is, like, with Lamar, there's always that that needs to be considered. Because, there's, but, you know. people. But that's, that's true, though. People do. People will say, people give Josh Allen... Credit Justin Herbert excuses that they don't give Lamar. That's that's why I said like with other other quarterbacks when they play bad, there's no racial aspect to point to. We can just say he played bad and he needs to do better. I do feel like with Lamar, we just watch Lamar go out there and not play as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna say this: it looks like a lot of the Lamar fans are running at this. Oh, it's because Lamar's black. Everybody's trying to hate on him. I'm not saying that. 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 Because he's black, people are being that. harder on Lamar. I say I, right now for losing. Terrence, but you t- you bring up Josh Allen and you bring up Justin Herbert. When they lose, people don't say they need to play better. People I'm make t- excuses and say, "Oh, is this is that?" And they're are you still me? and they're still great. Look at Josh Allen. 
Josh yeah. Allen cannot figure out how to beat Pat Mahomes. But you know what people will say? He's better than Lamar. Herbert, they, they, they were saying Trevor Lawrence was better than Lamar at one point. AC. And to me, it don't matter how good Lamar does. If he can't get to that Super Bowl, if he choked, it was a choke job. I will agree with that. It was a choke job. He choked. He was supposed to will that team. The defense held the Chiefs to nothing in the fucking second half. Zero mm. points in the second half. Them 17 points, they got in the first half. Lamar couldn't get it done. I just feel like people are harsher on Lamar. They are. They are. They just are. That Chiefs-Ravens game was definitely entertaining, y'all. Like, Especially in the beginning. I was like, oh, we in for a real treat with this one. You know? Um, but, unfortunately... Like I told y'all, the NFL script was already written. And then I think they threw that shit out and said, we going with this new thing. As soon as Taylor Swift came in the mix and people was like, oh, you're an idiot. Uh, Pat Mahomes has been to the last six AFC championships. He's been to four AFC championships. So what are you talking about? You sound dumb. He was going to go either way. The Taylor Swift thing means nothing. Okay, so are we talking about the same Chiefs that actually weren't playing well before this uh, Taylor Swift thing? And everybody was talking about how the Chiefs weren't playing like they was, and the Chiefs aren't this. And all of you remember us shitting on the Chiefs and saying mm -hmm. that they not what we thought that they was, and all of you said they would not be back at the Super Bowl. This is before now. Now everybody understands who Pat Mahomes is. I'm somebody who picked the Chiefs from week six, like I told you. Mm -hmm. I told y'all, week six, oh, the Chiefs going to take this to the Super Bowl because this Taylor Swift thing is too big of an opportunity, and that's going to lead us right into what we're going to talk about right here, Terrell. Taylor Swift net $335 million for the Chiefs slash NFL since she's been a part of this whole thing. My question to all of y'all is name me the other team in the league right now that has somebody pulling up to their games that's pulling that type of re revenue. Name it. You can't. Can't. So you think that surplus in revenue? We're not going to put that in the Super Bowl? Now, I'm not going to go all the way with the I'm script. I'm going writers. there with it. I, I do think it's crazy because when coming into the playoffs, we had the Dolphins. We didn't think that the Chiefs was going to be the Dolphins. But the Chiefs receiving core, Kadarius Toney dropping passes, MBS dropping passes, we was like, they ain't going to go far. The Dolphins couldn't be, they couldn't do anything with the Chiefs. The Bills, we thought, okay, they're definitely not getting past the Bills. And then absolutely not getting past the Ravens. Y'all thought that. The fact that the Chiefs, but I'm, I'm just thinking about I it. never flinched at Terrence, all at the Chiefs battling it, everybody they played. Think about week 10. When, think about just at week 10. When you look at the best teams in the league, when the, the Dolphins put a 50 on us, the Dolphins are the highest scoring, whatever. You had the Dolphins, the fucking Bills, the Ravens. I was, was trying no to tell y'all that, that the Chiefs was going to go back to the Super Bowl with that squad. I definitely see y'all got to give you my credit, man. I've been saying that the Chiefs are the Chiefs. The Chiefs are legit. Like, okay, bet. The Chiefs are like the Warriors. Okay, you got the Warriors in the eighth seed. You still dealing with a team that is used to this shit. Yeah, that's you what know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the thing about the Chiefs. They just said Pat Mahomes, in all six of his starting seasons, he's been to six AFC championships. Yeah. You think I'm thinking anything about losing first round? No. We thinking about going back to the Super Bowl. And they going back. They honestly, y'all like, oh, this is it, y'all. Playoffs. This is it. They, they like, yo, you ready for the, the next game and then the game after that? Like, come on, bro. That's why I said once the NFL got wind of the Taylor Swift shit, it was a wrap. 
I don't care what y'all say. It's a wrap. Oh, we taking But that it. takes away from that team and what they accomplish. And I hate the fucking Chiefs. But it is honestly impressive as hell. And Travis Kelsey, to me... I'll give you that. Travis Kelsey, I was telling uh, G, right? Because me and my girl watching the game together. And she was like... Oh. First of all, she keep up with all of the little social media shit. So she knows Travis because of Taylor Swift. But she was like... Why that player mad? I think somebody, I think he, uh, Roquan Smith got into it with uh, Travis Kelsey. They, like, pushed each other. He ended up getting, Travis Kelsey got the flag. And she was like, damn, why they, why they mad at Travis? I'm like, that nigga's going crazy. He had, like, 100 yards. At, it, it, that Travis, Travis Kelsey, some of the grabs he made, he's the greatest of all time. Man, that diving joint that he made, it was, like, third People down. are like, oh, Gronk, Gronk, Gronk. I'm sorry. If Kelsey go ahead and get another ring... And he's so important. And Gronk, I, I, I was on the Gronk is the GOAT yeah, as well. But to me, Gronk not making some of them catches that Kelsey was making. I definitely... And people say he did it. Show me. I agree. Show because me. Because Kelsey and Gronk is the pass, the yards at the catch king. I'll give it to him. But... Man, y'all not going to tell me... Kelsey the GOAT, man. Seeing Kelsey on the... Seeing Kelsey on the field with Taylor down there, and they hugging, and it's this Travis and Kelsey moment. I'm sorry, Travis and Taylor moment. Y'all not about to tell me y'all don't feel like, yo, this is convenient as fuck. Nah, yeah, 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 100%. Imagine Beyonce get with somebody on some Simone Biles shit, just a random Damar Hamlin. That would be crazy as fuck. All of a sudden, the bills just keep going, and we just keep seeing B... Big as fuck. <laughs> Taylor Swift is big as shit. This not just Simone Biles. Like, it would be ridiculous me saying, oh, the Packers went to the Super Bowl because they trying to run with the Simone Biles. Because that's Simone Biles. They don't give a fuck. Right. Simone Biles isn't going to generate $350 million for the team. Exactly. In one year. Y'all forgetting that them Swifties are watching these games which means they're watching the commercials. You think the Swifties are watching the they're, buying Kelsey jerseys? Kelsey got the number one selling jersey. Or oh, look, right now. let's just say they don't want to be that much. But let, look, think about a, a dope, oversized Kansas City Chiefs sweater. You know the girls buying that, like Bro. Chiefs gear, like all of that goes into that three hundred million. Mm-hmm. So I don't think all I'm gonna say is this: conspiracy aside, shout out to the Chiefs. You get my respect. I done giving y'all respect all year. So you already know that I know that y'all built for it. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to admit, man, it's a big elephant in this room. And it's a 330, uh, I'm sorry, it's a $350 million earning elephant. Yeah. It's hard to ignore that. All right, let's get to the Lions and the uh, 49ers. Go ahead. Lions, all I'm going to say is you had a shot at the Super Bowl and you blew it. 17-point lead on them boys. Let's just say, all oh, the 49ers are beast, though. Bet. I just felt like Lions walking away from that game knowing you had a 17-point lead after the half, mm-hmm. you got to be feeling like shit. Yeah. And in my opinion, I feel like take that fucking L. Terrence has been, I'm, a, I'm, he's been a Lions hater all year. I told Terrell, I'm not trying to hate on him. I respect that y'all win against a, a, a mediocre Rams that barely made the playoffs. I respected the win against a mediocre Buccaneers team that beat the that we didn't respect all year. Okay, look, beat the who? The Eagles. They yes, beat the Eagles. They beat the Eagles. Who literally imploded at the end of the year, and nobody cares. Who cares that they beat the Eagles? The Eagles literally beat themselves, low key. 
arguably. Are we going to now act like the Buccaneers Man, and Rams were so threats? Much. If it was your Redskins, uh, I mean, if it was your Commanders, that I'll let, beat you the, get your, I'll let you get your Eagles takes off. But go ahead and step all over my lines. No, go, ahead. go ahead. Because you're right. I could be ridiculous. But at some point, I would have to give y'all some credit. I gave them I credit. Don't, I, I, I gave them credit. Nah, Terrence, you hated on your, Now you're trying to diminish their whole run. You hated on them all the way through the season. They made the playoffs. In you my, said they wouldn't. In my they, opinion, they beat that, they beat I never that. said they wouldn't make the playoffs. I didn't say that. You said that they was going to be just like y'all. You did. And they weren't. I didn't think we weren't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> but they made it to the playoffs. They, they made it past the fucking uh, wild card round. They won again in the second round. They made it to the conference championship, and you will not give them credit. I well, guess what? Y'all OC is coming, and you better hope you bring some of that flavor to your organization. That's why I was talking to I talked shit, too, to the Lions fans. I said, ah, take that L, losers, right? And all the Lions fans hit me talking about, uh, but y'all about to have our OC, but y'all want our OC. I said, yep. Yeah. Well, I didn't say this, but me thinking, I'm like, yeah, we about to take y'all OC. So good luck next year. That's why I said, I'm also hoping that y'all OC not on some... Just had a decent year thing. But all I'm going to say is Lions fans, get mad at me talking shit as you want. I'm a hater. If but you, you did blow a 17-point lead in the AFC Championship, and it was not good. I that thought for sure y'all was going to y'all to a Super Bowl. What do you think about Dan Campbell? They trying to beat up my man Dan Campbell because uh, he didn't kick the field goal, and he went for it on fourth, and then it ended up costing him. He ended up losing by the three points. Like I, like I said on Twitter, I guess not enough grit. I guess All right, not let me give a grit. let me give a real answer. I feel like Dan Campbell has been playing that way the enti- his entire season. It's not like he said, "You know what, fuck it, we're in the fucking." Yeah, it wasn't off brand. I'm gonna go for it. It's what he does. And for the people that are saying, "Oh, he should be fired," or maybe they need to do something else, that man took that team from one and fifteen or whatever they were to nine and eight to thirteen oh, yeah. and five. He's low key like the he coach of the future. He's going nowhere. Yeah, he's and going if, nowhere. Let they had let him go. He's going to get picked up same night. Mm-hmm. And Lions fans, let me tell y'all this. What you see is respect. And it's respect in a prison way. It's respect in a very weird, hateful way. And it's coming from me. Only reason why I'm talking shit about y'all is because obviously I respect them. We talking about them now. AFC Championship. We have to respect this run. However... I personally can hate on it if I want. You blew a 17-point lead. Now we can look back and say, oh, maybe you weren't built for it. Maybe you did get to play the Rams. Maybe you did get to play the Buccaneers. But you're right. That would be us shitting on them, and we shouldn't do that, so we won't. But I will say, good luck next year, because we've seen a lot of teams look good. Y'all, Oh, y'all went to the AFC Championship? Didn't the Titans go to the AFC Championship not long ago? One year, yeah. And it was, oh, look, Jaguars went one year. Uh-huh. With Jalen Ramsey, I think it was like, yo, the Jaguars about to get a fucking ring. Haven't been back. Hey, since. They did not go to the championship. The Jaguars went far as shit in the playoffs at one point with Jalen Ramsey. Maybe it wasn't the AFC my boy championship. Brett James because I don't remember that. I'll say this, Lions, y'all got my respect for the season. I think y'all had a great season. Like I said in my tweet, great season. Mm-hmm. I I do think uh, one thing I will say about the 49ers. I don't know if y'all y'all aren't going to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs will go and win the Super Bowl because I don't know about that. I don't think the 49ers are ready for the stage. Why not? 
I don't think Purdy ready for the Super Bowl stage. Y'all look funny on the AFC Championship stage. This Chiefs team is ready for that stage. The Chiefs team that couldn't score no points in the second half? Because guess what? The Ravens imploded, but the Ravens imploded because of Lamar, right? Lamar didn't play well. But guess what they don't have in Baltimore? They don't have a CMC. They don't have a D-ball. I don't give a fuck. Odell was ran Odell was non-existent. Zay Flowers was by himself. Duvernay, all these other receivers, even Mark Andrews. Bro, it was a mistake for them to put Mark Andrews in the game and not let Isaiah likely cook like he'd been cooking the last three games. Or the last half the year, Mark Andrews was gone. Y'all forced Mark Andrews back out there. Isaiah likely been cooking. And Ravens fans will tell you that that was a fucking mistake. But look at this. This 49ers team that has the O-line that it has. The O-line is not going to play like how the O-line played. What, baby, Tay? And uh, what's in that? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. This defense, I feel like <laughs> it's no... I, honestly, I just hate that it, I hate that the Super Bowl is you fucking... You're saying all of this shit, but I, you're not I, I thinking know. about the fact it's the Chiefs. I, I don't know. That's what I was getting right Taylor saying. Swift will be in the building. And Usher is going to be at halftime saying, oh, 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 oh. Oh, my, 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 my. <laughs> and I cannot wait for that shit. Nah, no bullshit. Are you going to watch? I'm, I just can't. I hate the fact What's that What's a Taylor Swift song? Sing it. How does it start? Imagine they say, Usher says, Bad blood. Something. And you said, be bad blood. And you see Taylor Swift under a spotlight with her chief gear. I would, that, I would hate that. But that I would generate this. millions. I fuck with Taylor because Taylor's so unproblematic and she don't fuck yeah. with nobody and she's literally a girl's girl. She fuck with everybody. There's no reason that people just be hating Taylor Swift for no reason. She literally doesn't do shit wrong. She just be there. Mm -hmm. She cool with Nikki, cool with Beyonce, cool with Rihanna. There's no fan base that should be against Taylor, but they be against her because she the boogeyman. And when you're the boogeyman, that's what come with it. Well, we it's, it's like also, you know, she's the no offense. But even white people would say she's like the corny white girl. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. Like she going, she's like the I can't dance, but I'm a dance white girl. You know? And I feel like, like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. I think she gets hate because she's that girl who is the, she's not the Margot Robbie type. Like flashy, beautiful, fine, dime with yes. all of the elegance and class. I think it's dope that she, you know is a down-to-earth, chill person. We might not have so much relation as far as culturally. And the Kanye shit kind of muddied the whole... The Kanye shit, it was like, all right, you know what? She she might not have deserved to win, but Kanye, come on, bro. Now that was fucked up. But then uh, Kanye, the, the Kim Kim them tried to take her down with the whole... Uh, remember, uh, remember the Kanye? Like, I feel like me and Taylor might just have sex, and then they had the whole recording where it looked like Taylor was cool with it. Yeah. And Kim came out and said, "Yo, yeah. she's a fucking bitch." Taylor had to come back from a lot of shit. Kanye, ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, but now nah, you're right. Since that woman will be in the building, 49ers. Hell, sorry. And it's not my fault, y'all. It's the NFL script. I was four and zero in a divisional round. 2-0 in the championship mm -hmm. round. I'm not going to be wrong. Not right here. Hold on, watch. You won't see me be wrong with this. The Chiefs are the 2024 NFL champions. They're not. Super Bowl champs. And you're mad again. It's going to be Y'all are sick. They bringing mad trophies to y'all division. Chase Young and Trent Williams are going to laugh in y'all Washington face. Fuck out of here. Tra uh, Chase Young, that's my guy. 
He's from my hometown. I love the guy regardless. Uh, off the field, I'll support him regardless because he came from my city. However, I cannot cap for him being an ex-Washington fan and being told, you know, y'all let him go for a third round. Uh, like, y'all drafted him. He was, uh, he was this, he was that. We tried to tell the 49ers fans that, you know, it's not that he's not good, just not a second overall pick. You know? Yeah. He makes pressure. He is impactful on the field without the number saying one sack. He's going to uh, put some pressure on that quarterback. Yeah. It's just the impact ain't the impact it, ain't the pick. Yeah. Yeah. We got RG3 number two after luck, and our team completely changed. Yeah. It ain't no reason why our defense don't look that different without uh, Chase Young. And Chase Young, I don't care what you say, bro. You played for us and you didn't have that many sacks. We're looking that good. Tez had five. Then Tez goes to Chicago. Becomes a pro Becomes the, lead, the team leader and tied for league whatever in sacks. Team leader. Tur- turned that defense around on his back. Got him a Pro Bowl. He, he's a Pro Bowl starter. He wouldn't Crazy. have been a Pro Bowler in a Commanders jersey. It hurts my heart to even see him in that that Bears helmet, and now he's gonna be in a Pro Bowl. Nah, yeah. Thank speaking God of, they only doing the flag football bullshit. I was gonna say. Speaking of that, that comes on on Thursday. The game. It's the on the first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those games. Yes, Crew got a swim lesson, but I will be back to watch that. Hell yeah! Damn, we done scuffed up this table. Hey. And we didn't say anything about the new look. We had a whole. We don't new, have a new look. We got a whole new podcast look. This is gonna look different than the ones from before for sure. Niggas would definitely say we did something different. Okay. Well, <laughs> when I looked at when you look at the Nicki Minaj, you'll also see it's a lot clearer. I was like, damn, this ain't got a lot of my oh, grease shit, yeah. on here. Damn. Uh, big shout out to everybody that's been tapping on the Patreon. I'm finishing up Attack on Titan. I just posted it a little a uh, couple of days ago. I got that coming for y'all. If y'all watch. I'm getting ready to start season four. If you're not a Patreon member, District Nine, turn up, District man. District Nine tier, let's mm-hmm. get it. And uh, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for 186. That Next week is murder, murder, murder. <laughs> Next week is murder. 187. That's crazy. 186 weeks. It's still cold outside, so keep your jackets on, scarves, all of that, man. And Terrell, look, this motherfucker sick again. If y'all see me sick. I'm not sick. I'm completely fine. Take y'all vitamin C. Watch out for the snow. You already know. Motherfucker sounds mucusy. Next time. <laughs>